getting a little bit of room noise? Do you have like the air conditioner or space heater on or something? I have a space heater going on at my feet. I basically I've had this space yeah, heater going it's on every space single heater. episode. Sorry that my microphone is too good. It's picking up your space heater. They picked up Hank uh, squealing in the background last week. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Triangles all my favorite shape. Three, Three points, points where two, two guys, guys meet, meet outside. Two guys meets. Smoking meets. Ah, uh, yeah. Smoking meets. Welcome to Midwest Podcast, a narcissistic pursuit about smoking meats. My name is Sack, and I am joined by... My name is Toilet. And my name is Luke. Flush. So, boys, uh, we got to talk about the weather. How are you doing? I just wanted to say um, I ran a couple errands today, and nothing like inclement weather to just really pull out the Midwestern charm. So many people were chatty and wanted to, like, make sure everyone was doing okay. You know, the person at the hardware store had a little nice conversation with them. You know, it's just nice to uh, have that Midwestern charm just kind of, you know, sprinkled in every conversation I had today. I feel like people yeah. are a little bit more generous, patient, and kind when the weather is a little bit you know, This is a big-time faith in humanity restored hours on uh, local Chicago community groups because someone shoveled some old person's sidewalk mm. and or mm. driveway. Um, yeah, typically, I, I like, was... a disadvantaged youth will go, like, help, a, like, the most ancient resident of their neighborhood, like, <laughs> cross the street, um, narrowly get, avoid getting hit by a bus in sub-zero temperatures so they can go to a Walgreens. Toilet, you seem like a, you seem like a big-time, heavy-duty snowplow guy. I feel like you'd be snowplowing the entire sidewalk on your block. Just, it was an unwritten rule. Hey, guys. I got this. Yeah, hand up. You know, I, you, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna snow cuck all the gentlemen on this street. You just get out plow there, plow cuck. You get the plow going, and you're like, you know, I might as well just help out my neighbor. And then you keep going. You're like, well, looks pretty deep well over another. there. Might, might as well keep going on the sidewalk. You know, just help the sidewalk. You know, just run to the end of the driveway where the the snow plow runs down and help get the um, the snow thrower out there. Help it throw the snow out of the way. Yeah, you just get a little carried away sometimes. The next block over from us has a snowblower guy who does the entire block every time it snows. And he's been going out every single time it snowed recently. And he does the whole block from Logan to Diversity and then back all the way around. But you, it's not ours. And I'm so insanely jealous of their block. You know, he complains to his wife every single time he's got to go out there. And she tells him, like, I bet you his name, what, his, probably name his name is probably Jerry, right? I, I, I was gonna say Nathan or Nathan. Eddie or something, okay. but okay, maybe a Vern. Maybe yeah, drinks Vern. at the VFW down the street down Logan Boulevard. No, that, that that's a young man's game. He, he's I think he I've seen him before. Heavier set gentleman wears shorts while doing it. Oh, this is insane. No, <laughs> an absolute king. An absolute king. Um, here's a here's a cue for you guys. Um, uh, Lady Toilet Toilette lives in a cul-de-sac, and she has a neighbor who. Um, has wait, the plow. wait, 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 hold on, hold on a second. Is, is this a romantic interest of yours? Because you've also referred to your sister by this name. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Okay, so <laughs> no, your sister is Lady Bidet. Yeah, Bidet is my is, roommate. Is Love interest is Toilette. Yes, that actually Thank you. actually kind of makes sense because a Bidet would be right next to a toilet, and you guys yeah. live right next to each other. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. I appreciate yeah. that that note. Um, 
But yeah, in Toilette's cul-de-sac, there's another uh, gentleman with the, you know, Mr. Plow, you know, in front of the Toyota Tacoma, what have you. Um, and this is a, 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 another Truck great month. neighbor, Truck Month. Um, and this great neighbor plows her driveway every time there's inclement weather. So she's wondering what the correct, um, you know, this has probably happened four or five times so far this winter. Like, what's the correct, um, like, return gift? Like, is she mentioned a oh, homemade plate oh, of cookies? Yeah. I mentioned a six-pack of beer. I was is it beer. both? Is it uh, both? Okay. Depending on how many times in the magnitude of having yeah. to plow, I would okay. say probably both and from what it sounds like this is a this is a two first storm but if this was just like a light dusting and he was going out of he was going out of his way like thanks would be enough this year it's like a case of beer and maybe like uh like a couple dozen homemade cookies because snow plowing services for your driveway are really really expensive really expensive Yeah. yeah They also like drive over all your shit too. So like in the in the winter time or in the in the springtime, you'll notice that like all your any landscaping you have on the side of your on the side of your driveway, just gone. Maybe just torn up. The the proper move is after that first big snow when they do it, you drop off the the plate of cookies or the sixer of beer, and then at the end of the season, you do like an end of season. I, like I like I like this. This is almost follow like, up. This, yeah, exactly. It's like when you go to a bar and you know you're gonna be there for a while. You tip really heavy on the first yep. drink, yep. so you kind of establish that rapport, and sure. then maybe you tip a little bit lighter, and then sure. all of a sudden your you know seventeen Bud Lights is only like I don't know forty bucks yeah. at the end of the night. So, Luke, maybe you uh, drop this guy, uh, you know, a subscription to Shorts of the Month or maybe a $5, <laughs> $5 beef coupon to Gene and Jews, and you say, hey, Luke here from the block over would be mighty kind of you if you could uh, maybe venture <laughs> would, would, across the Would you mind doing an entire extra block? <laughs> Try doing another city snowblower. block. Your friends in the city block over envious of your skills. <laughs> What would it not, take? Not to, to mention, you? he'd have to get he'd have to get the cut he'd have to get the the street that like cuts through on Schubert too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, an alleyway. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's well, I, right. I, I got to walk over there. I might as well plow on my way there. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the move to do here is to see discord between him and his wife, so he has that much more motivation to spend more Ooh. time outside every time it snows. <laughs> like I got to do another block. Can you believe it, Jerry? No one's baking to do like, this. Thank God. <laughs> Two well, hours of snack. silence. <laughs> oh, no. So I was trying to do Foley work <laughs> to simulate like a door closing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Hey, while we're on the topic of uh, Midwestern charm and gift giving um, and Lady Toilette, uh, I'm meeting Lady Toilette's family for the first time tomorrow. Oh, um, let's go. Wow. We're, we're all at various stages of vaccination, so we feel like it's a, a good time to, you know, bridge that Rubicon. Um, what is the ideal, or I should say the proper, uh, first-time boyfriend in his 30s meeting the girlfriend's family type gift? Because I already have my gift ready, but I want to know what you guys think would be the move at this stage. And we've been dating for four months, and I just turned 30, so I have an income. So there's your background. <laughs> Bottle of wine. Yeah, was, a bottle of wine was the first thing. I mean, if you wanted to get fancy, you could maybe get, like, cheese to go with that wine. Ooh, okay. Uh, I think, that, I think that, the, would, that would be a little too suggestive. Maybe go down to the local bakery, get a loaf of rye bread. For- <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Given my, my what I know about the family. Okay. I thought, you know, I thought that... <laughs> 
The wine was obviously a good move. I got wine. Um, the dad is a huge fan of white Zin. No judgment. Judgment free zone. It's judgment free zone. We all like to get fucked up. Doesn't matter I, what. You know, we I all could love to get fucked up on white Zinfandel. On white Zin. As, I, as, I, as I'm drinking a uh, is that a woodchuck? It's a oh. rose ale. Okay, yeah, that's allowed. Bubbles, bubbles or bubbles. Bubbles or bubbles. Um, and I went to Mariano's. Uh, no free ads, but this is a sponsor the pod. An ang- an angry post. Yeah, they had absolutely no white Zinfandel, so I had to buy a box of wine. <laughs> so. It, <laughs> Is this too strong of a move to show up with a box of wine? I mean, the guy no. likes white Zin, so. I mean, what you have to do is you have to rip it out of the box, and then you immediately have to put it up to his face and slap the bag. Exactly. <laughs> Woo! <Yeah>. Bonding moment. <laughs> um, and then off camera, I'm grabbing. So that was kind of like for the dad gift, and then uh, I bought a plant for the mom. That's a good it's a, it's a, 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 a great gift. Houseplant's a good and, gift. And it's got a reusable little container here, a little oh, two for go. one, in case it dies right away. You so. care about the environment. Good yeah. man. Is that, is that a low key suck? Uh, it's is a it, low key suck. It's a dragon it, fruit. It peace, says. peace lily? No? Okay. Yeah, uh, an offering of peace. I thought that was kind of walking the line of I don't want to try too hard, but here's some shit. No, I, I think both of those are great gifts. Personally, I would opt for wine that comes in a bottle format as opposed mm. to the box format. Yeah. Um, if there's yep. a Binnie's on the way to what? What, Zach? Oh, uh, see, I was. I mean, I, I'm. I'm shocked you didn't say I would prefer to give him wine in a can, an opened can too, mind you, <laughs> in, 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 a di- give- in a tight Coke can. <laughs> it's like a gesture at him. Yeah, uh, you want to take a pull from this flask? We're both at various stages of vaccination, <laughs> so we feel like this is okay. Toilet, you are you get, so you are you gonna go in for the the cheek kiss? Oh yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna do double cheek kiss for the mom and then okay. singular cheek kiss for the dad. You should just grab the dad's ring and immediately kiss it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, that might be a segment for next week's pod for what's it like to meet um, uh, significant others. Uh, parents in a pandemic that uh, is a Netflix movie that hasn't been uh, you know created yet Uh, start writing it because apparently it's open season on everybody who had a shitty idea in March got greenlit and they're all coming out now and we're fucking sick of it like there was that stupid one on HBO Max or whatever what's the Anne Hathaway one where they have like a four billion dollar apartment in London it's like four stories tall. Got like twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Did you guys see the uh, Emily in Paris thing? Like the 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 writer of it was like, "Yo, I wrote this as a joke, and you all ate no, it." Up. She she was she wasn't the real writer. Oh okay. Locked but it was down, gonna, but, but, down, but we all believed it, didn't we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Totally, I I believed it for a second, and I was like, "Wait, I gotta look this person up." And okay. I mean, it was a shtick. Okay, got it. But yeah, well, it was uh, a funny Luke, joke. It's called locked, locked down. Yes, locked down. Um, why, why do we want? Why do we want anything that's going to remind us of like the shitty year that we had? No. Like, why well, do we want anything that's going to live on? Like that stupid NBC show or whatever. Like the, 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 the like Zoom one. They're supposed to be basically like all these people like being on Zoom calls and stuff like that. It's like, a, it came out like six months after everybody was like done with zoom parties and zoom meetings and stuff like that and all of a sudden they're just going to continue to like 
say, hey, let's let's remember let's remember like the shittiest you know couple of months of our lives. Um, maybe I could I could just record uh, Mother Toilet's wedding on Friday. That could be a, a Netflix movie on its own. There you go. All those characters will be there. Recurring guests: Paul Mall, Greg, uh, Two Screen Greg, uh, unmuted. Is Paul Mall, Greg, and two, and, and two Screen Greg, the same man. Yeah, same guy. Wow. Honestly, you could probably Stud. sell it to, to, for like an insurance commercial or something. Uh, this year, we learned how to celebrate moments a little bit differently. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw <laughs> up. This is like our. You're at Progressive uh, Insurance. We understand that you and your family want to share these uh, moments together. Luke, while I know being we talk- Luke, I know we talked about this where we wanted to make like an indie-ish sounding song that has like insurance in it. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll insure your home. We'll insure your home. I think there, there's one for. Um, have you seen Sky Rizzy? It's like a, it's like a, um, oh, uh, psoriasis medication. It says nothing is everything. It sounds exactly like a Matt and Kim song. First of all, I must be in the target demographic for moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. I think I might have said this on the pod before, but I get all of those injection commercials. So it, it must be someone my age who's having all of this moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. <laughs> it's uh, it's chewy on your Netflix. Oh, no. <laughs> no, just kidding. Because Shout they're all Matt. getting injections. Shout out Matt. Love you. Hope you have power. And, and, they're, all, and they're all uh, <laughs> causing people to have liver failure or whatever. Um at least I don't have plaques or ISIS on my skin. But my liver but yeah, doesn't work. Nothing is everything. Everything, <laughs> <the> everything. <laughs> nothing is everything. I, I, Edward I, I Sharp know, and the Magnetic Zeros. I noticed that one because Sky Rizzy sounds like a rapper whose album I don't want to listen to in 2008. <laughs> Yikes. What's everyone? You got Sky Rizzy on the ones and twos. Severe to ghetto Shakespeare. If you can't be a good commercial, you might as well be one that's so painfully annoying everyone can't get it out of their head. Uh, I mean, we are farmers. We I, are farmers. The fact that they sued Riff Raff, Andy Milanakis, and Dirt Nasty for that song was the stupidest marketing move of all time. That was that was that pre was that like pre guerrilla marketing? Where it's yeah. like, hey, actually, any pub is good pub, even if it is Andy Milanakis and Riff Raff. Yeah, it's like singing it, about like growing pot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this idiot from G's to Gents on MTV remixed our jingle and made a song about growing weed with it. The, so their in, initial move was a DCMA takedown or DMCA takedown. DMT, Whereas now DMT takedown. <laughs> AMA takedown. Now, Jody High Roller and Andy Milanakis are getting like Super Bowl commercial money if they release that this year. Um, Speaking of quarantine (laughs) content, uh, do you guys remember uh, Wes Anderson film of 2017, Isle of Dogs? Yeah, Yeah. it it just came out on Disney Plus, didn't it? Uh, I think I watched it on Netflix, but maybe it was Disney Plus. I don't quite remember. Maybe it was Disney Plus. Um, you guys remember the plot to that movie? Can't say I ever watched it. So Jeff Goldblum is a dog, right? Brian Cranston's a dog too. Yep. Right? And it's like vaguely Japanese. I never saw it. I'm just going off the poster, and it's yep. an ensemble cast of puppets, and it's Japanese. I think Scarlett Johansson's in it too. Um, you're, you're thinking of Ghost in the Shell. 
where it's she played a Japanese now. woman. <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Uh, but Canceled. basically, the plot of the movie is 2020. Like, the dogs get a virus, the virus spreads, the virus wow. gets... Wow, thanks, like, man. Way to make I, me super excited tonight. I, so here's the thing. Don't rewatch it. So I rewatched it for you. The segment's called Toilet Watch Something So You Don't Have To. So... Don't go rewatch Isle of Dogs. I was just like scrolling through whatever streaming service. I'm like, oh, I remember that movie being good, and I turned it on. And then as soon as I realized, like, oh my god, this is everything about 2020. Like, if you had to explain the pandemic to someone, I would just have them watch Isle of Dogs. There's a happy I, ending, so that's. Cool. I just have them watched Locked Down by Anne Hathaway. Ew. <laughs> I mean, if you want them to feel bad for you, then maybe. But if you want them to chuckle a little bit at the end, I mean, it's got everything. It's got like you know, government conspiracies and cover-ups, and uh, you know, a, a virus emanating out of East Asia. Yeah. Bats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Animals. Sh- yeah. Government shutting it down. Children uh, fighting back. Yeah. Airplane travel. Yeah. Government pedophile cabals. That isn't covered, but yeah, you could interject that at some point for sure. Uh, it's the puppet master who's pulling the strings, Wes Anderson. He's the pedophile above <laughs> everything. He has emails to George Soros. Look it up. <laughs> it's just how to do the blocking for one continuous shot that goes through a Victorian house in Cape Cod. <laughs> that, that's the beginning and the end of his emails to Mark Zuckerberg and George Soros. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. I love Wes Anderson's movies. Obviously, he has some of my favorite movies, but some of them are just... So, I think it's the puppet ones. I feel like the puppets are creepy. Yeah, he kind of picks creepy puppets. That's fair. Fantastic Mr. Fox, Isle of Dogs. Um, I can't say I've ever seen any of those. The puppet claymation ones. Or or paper animation ones or whatever. I mean, they're both good, but yeah, he could have... I don't know. It's kind of distracting from the movie sometimes because he picks like pretty out there animation styles instead of something that's more muted so that the storytelling does a little bit more of the action. But I mean, it's not just that it's different because I like the Aardman, like Wallace and Gromit, or uh, I guess Chicken Run or Shaun the Sheep style of claymation. That what? You guys remember how big of a deal Chicken Run was when that came out? Yeah, shout out, shout out, Mel Gibson. Fuck. <laughs> that was an event when that movie dropped. Yeah, now canceled, like, canceled. Netflix is like, we'll just drop a movie every fucking week. You see, all the farmers are a different religion, but I'll tell you about this later. But we, the chickens, need to <laughs> overthrow them. They control everything. Don't you understand? <laughs> They'll kill me if they find out. I'll never get another job as a chicken if the farmers find out what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> None of you guys have seen Animal Farm, right? Okay, moving on. It's not. It's definitely not about Animal Farm. Is it? No, it's not about Animal Farm. Eh. I mean, animals talking to each other, planning a little overthrow. I don't know. Very or- Orwellian, am I right? Ooh, Boys, Orwellian. Orwellian. It's been like... 20 years since I read Animal Farm. I just remember like one of them's Lenin, one of them's Trotsky, one of them's the proletariat, and that's the horse who gets shit on all the time. One of them is Stalin, right? Maybe. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of proletariat, I watched uh, Judas and the Black Messiah this past weekend. It was good. How was how's Fred Hampton doing? Uh, not not 
Not good. Uh, no, he, he died when he was like 21, I think. Right? Yeah, he was shockingly, shockingly young. Um, it was pretty. I, I mean, I was. I I didn't know that his his son and his uh his wife are are still alive. Or not like still alive. I just didn't. I. It was interesting to see that they've you know they picked up on uh, picked up on the uh, picked up on his cause too. Yeah, I know that they're like a big part of the Rainbow Coalition too. Um, I watched. Uh, I guess we're just going to talk about what movies we watched. Welcome to a Midwest podcast where we talk about movies that we watched recently, and it's not the same movie, so we can't really riff on it. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, I, wa- I watched that too. We can we can riff on that. I like I like when I like when plays are adapted into movies. See, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like it it was it was like a bottle episode. Like people love and hate the episode from Breaking Bad. Like the the fly episode. Yeah, the fly episode. It's like a play. It's like a playwright. Yeah, um, and, and that's what Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was. And like you could tell that it was a play. Like there were some parts where there were big swings in emotion and soliloquies where you're just like where it sort of breaks the conventions of screenwriting that you would typically see in a movie. Um, I thought it was really well done. Chad, Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis were both really rips, good rips, major uh, rips. He was so thin in that movie. <clears throat> was that, was that his last, was that his last performance? If it wasn't like his last performance is probably in some like scene in a Marvel movie where he gets cut in, but probably his last leading performance, I would say. Yeah. He was so thin it allowed him to skew like ten years younger, just just by virtue of like <laughs> not having a ton of weight on him because he was like yeah. forty when he died, right? Yeah, yeah, 40, 39, 40. Yeah, by not having that like man weight. Um, but it's that, uh, we, that's watched, what we'll call it, man weight. That's what I was. Well, I was complaining about it to my mom, and I was like, God, like this was a couple of years ago. I was like, God, I'm getting like so much getting so fat and she's like oh it's okay you're putting on your man weight and i was like that's the very nice way of putting it you're a big strong man zach <laughs> thank you for all the, the listeners who've never met me i am six five and uh <laughs> i no. used i can dunk and uh i used to play quarterback for the university of alabama he's built like a toyota tacoma <laughs> maybe uh, even a chevy silverado <laughs> truck stuff I'll, I'll give you Mac Drug Jones, and, and that's the Mac best Jones. Do. Oh, you mean Mel? You mean uh, Todd McShay's next quarterback of the Chicago Bears, Mac Jones? In oh. the second round, right? That's the projection. No, dude, projected. He's projected to go in the uh, in the top twelve. They, he project. Uh, Kuiper. Oh. I mean, uh, McShay projected a trade up to twelve to get him. Oh, because that doesn't. Did anyone see the list of all the quarterbacks that have been traded up to in the first round? That's exactly no. what I want for the Chicago Bears: a quarterback who looks like Bobby Hill. Sick! <laughs> I can't wait. Why can't we just get Doug McDermott to do it? Let's get Doug McDermott and Mac Jones in the backfield. Who gives a fuck anymore? Speaking of dad bod quarterbacks, I believe one of our own has started the TB12 diet himself. Yeah, you want to talk about that? We can parlay this Mac Jones talk into how you're trying to look like Tom Brady. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, how how much more do we need to see to realize that this is that this is working? So, uh, yeah, I may or may not have uh, started dabbling with the TB12 method. No I more nightshades. No more, no more nightshades. I think the hardest thing to 
the hardest thing to do is like I used to drink like a pot of coffee a day. Basically, just had like an IV of coffee hooked up to myself. You know, the entire the entire work day. Now I can't have caffeine after afternoon. No. So I'm having some pretty low tea evenings, but you know, meeting with the boys has uh, increased my tea. Hell yeah! So without having to have any tea. So what is the diet exactly? You know, you have to drink like a shitload of water and limit caffeine, yeah. and you can't it's, eat tomatoes. It's basically like eighty percent plant based. So yeah, well, yeah, it does make you fart a lot if it's plant based. Um, it's it's a lot of lean protein too so like you know being in tennessee an awesome landlocked state we definitely get some great fish Mm, catfish Mm. catfish (laughs) is a fish catfish is a fish but i don't believe catfish is qualified is categorized as a lean fish it's usually prepared in such a stunning way. A little <laughs> olive oil, some capers, some lemon. Mm. Oh, wait, you mean like like six tablespoons of butter and <laughs> panko crusts? It's always served like, in nugget form. <laughs> Shout out. We do have a family friend who owns a, uh, who owns a huge catfish shack down in, uh, down in Mississippi. That's awesome. Damn. 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 I miss summer. Well, Wait, Zach, I, what, what's the nightshade that you can't eat? You can't have potatoes or tomatoes. Strawberries. Zach, anything? Hold on. My computer is like freaking out all of a sudden. Ah, stop. I think avocado, maybe. Uh, no, well, avoc- no, avocado. No, avocados are big. No, avocados are big. He, okay. Tom, Tom eats avocados all the time. Okay. I'm I think, guy. no, it's like, uh, it's tomatoes, which I'd never really ate much to begin with. Good. Uh, I think you can have. I think you can have peppers. So shout out! I've been doing TB12 based off of Google searches lately. My book is still, <laughs> my book is still in mm, transit. Got it. the The weather the weather has kind of slowed things down. I was supposed to get it uh, yesterday, but it's they're they're not even like you guys. Y'all up in Chicago are prepared for this. Down here, it's y'all? just everybody. Everybody is just like. <laughs> Just stay inside. Nobody, uh, our snowplow has not touched our street. Nowhere near. Not even a grain of salt has been dropped on our has been dropped on our roads. Uh, Zach, I noticed from the video that you sent that you have a sidewalk that goes uh, nine tenths of the way to the street, and then there's no actual sidewalk <laughs> that goes perpendicular to your house. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> yes, it makes its way about ninety percent to the uh to the street and then i think it has something to do with the fact that that land where it ends is probably owned by the city as part of an easement and so and so that's not going to contain a a sidewalk and also the sidewalk would have to go down and up like into a culvert so it'd be it'd be pretty difficult to build one down there through, through there but too the, but the city doesn't have one that runs like per or parallel to the street no, not not in our neighborhood. Our neighborhood's too residential to have one. Wow, real wow. people or real people people oriented design you got going on there. Where <laughs> well, are, how where am I ever gonna? How am I ever? Yeah, how am I ever going to snowplow other people's sidewalks? Well, I hope the diet works for you, Zach, and you too could be a thirty year old that looks like a forty three year old soon. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, picking up an underdog cause and sending Tom Brady more money. How much yeah, did no that problem, book guys. run you? Forty-five bucks. Uh, twelve dollars. TB twelve. 
Wow. Twelve dollars and twelve cents. No, no, it was twenty-five bucks. Oh, of course. Yeah, that that whole thing is driving me insane. The whole Tom Brady joins the internet three years, you know, three years ago joins in the twilight of his career, looking for a way to profit. Um, the no days off, day after the Super Bowl, going for a workout. Like, I'm so fucking over all this goddamn shit. I just cannot wait to play him again and beat the shit out of the Buccaneers. I'm such a meatball. Wait, he he wasn't doing that this year, though. Yes, right? he did that day after the Super Bowl. Rise and grind. Here we go. Oh, we, we, this, is a, eight. this is a topic for another day, but Luke and I have a vendetta against rise and grind to it, Twitter. But he, I mean, he got very noticeably drunk this time around. I think that was fake. Fake. Fake news. Fake. He was faked. Fake. Fake. All fake. Oh, can we we talk, can we we sidetrack for a second by talking about the uh, lady who got upset with him throwing the trophy? She's the only one who's worse than Tom Brady in the whole thing. (laughs) God damn, that was so stupid. What a wet blanket. What a wet, she didn't even make it. She's a Karen of football. Such a Karen. God bless. Like, he won the trophy. He's kind of allowed to do whatever he wants to it. It's not yours anymore. It's his. <laughs> By the you know, you know, to- property, he owns it. Yeah. You know, you know Toilet, um, I lost sleep because you had an issue with your tax return with the state of Illinois. Yeah, that's Do you know what problem. that means for, like, tax, tax repairs everywhere? <laughs> like, honestly, I thought that was, like, solid silver, so maybe egg on my face for thinking that was a real trophy, but he seemed to have thrown that that trophy with ease and then the person stuck like a jugs machine just like (laughs) hands were ready and no fumbling whatsoever like he knew that person was going to catch it well i think he's throwing it to gronk oh which is actually which is actually an act of faith because we all know gronk was probably like 17 bud lights deep at that moment for sure ready to spike it into the ocean even if they (laughs) even if they would have even if he would have dropped it like you think in a place like Tampa Bay, they probably have a search and rescue team that would be able to, you know, dive down there real fast and go get it. Yeah, especially if they dyed the uh, the ocean blue again today when the <laughs> Lightning were in the Stanley Cup final. They, they dyed it. They dyed it red. The Crimson Tide. <laughs> they dyed it pewter, just like a dark brown soupy <laughs> mess. <laughs> they dyed it creamsicle <laughs> by just o- offloading like heavy metals into it to create that like gray tan orangey color i'm pretty sure that's the color of like lead or gasoline gasoline causes that color in uh water sometimes um my Tra- other go ahead I was going to say, you want to give us a contractor update right now? Yeah, um, it is 9 p.m., and uh, you may notice I'm in and out of the Zoom because um, I keep getting knocks on my door for various requests and things like that. Who doesn't like having contractors drilling and using a nail gun at 9 p.m. on a a work night because they showed up at noon and took the last three days off of work so that they could work at 9 p.m. on a work night? Um, normally if this was not like yesterday, I went to bed at eight o'clock. Like I am that old now where I'm just tired and I go to bed early as hell. Um, that won't it's be our, it's today. our low T it's a very low T winter for sure. There's nothing really to stay awake for. So might as well go and get a restful, nice sleep. This is the most well rested I've been in pro- probably my entire adult life is in quarantine. Which is well, great. I, I think, I think right now you're so well rested that you're, you're ready to civilian arrest your 
contractor. Yeah, I am ready to slit someone's throat. And it's not entirely their fault. It was the contract or the uh, countertop guy's fault. As we previously discussed, check out our previous podcast for more of a live update. But, um, yeah, the, 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 the contracting is getting very old. We're about a month in. But I do have one exciting revelation, and it's related to my garbage man. Um, Zach, I'm not sure if you have gotten to this stage yet. I, I've met my mailman, but I have not met my garbage man. I, uh, I, I, I cannot wait for the day to meet my garbage man. I have a good garbage man story, but keep going. Oh, my God. Okay, you got to tell it at the end. So I'm currently playing uh, checkers or chess, depending on how you look at it, with my garbage man. So um, I think a, 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 a homeowner's relationship with the mailman and the garbage man, people who visit the residence on a near uh, regular basis, either daily or weekly, is an important you know relationship to, to trust. So my mailman, who is the shit – brings little treats for hank he's a super nice guy oh that's awesome um, could not be a sweeter individual super happy that he's my mailman um but my garbage man i haven't met yet obviously that's more of a passing like you know uh i'm here to pick up the shit and move on kind of thing You're rather than at the work ma- yeah Some- i'm at work sometimes you know in the summer i might be home but you know most of the time i'm, I'm gone um, but I like to establish some level of rapport, you know, like, hey, I'm, I'm a real person. I live here. Like, thank you so much for what you do. It's not an easy gig. Please um, stop taking the prescription drugs out of my trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I, I think it makes a difference if you got a little personal touch. Like, it's not just a house. It's a home when someone lives there and you know who they are. So um, I'm currently playing uh, a game with my garbage man to see what he's willing to take. In terms of this contracting projects, because I've got those giant, like, 55-gallon trash bags full of, like, (laughs) tile and heavy shit (laughs) that I feel bad that, I I mean, I don't know what else to do. I have to throw it away. Um, So the first week, I drug out two of the super heavy bags, and I've increased the bag count um, every week. This week, we had five bags out there. Good Lord. So, so so you you really buried the lead here. You're not playing chess or checkers. You're playing chicken with your garbage <laughs> man's back. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of just like slowly I've like, you know, tapered him up to this moment, like raised the stakes over and over. But guys, next week is the week. Next week is the week that I pull out the actual cabinets that they ripped out of my that they ripped out of my house. I've got I don't know what to do. I've got like multiple bags left and I've got like the thing where the sink was in and then like my underneath cabinets. I've got like these four enormous pieces of garbage that I need to throw away. I what think you I just do? uh one burn the trash in the backyard if you can. Oh, good call. Burn it. Just number burn, burn number the- 2. <laughs> if you can't if you can't throw it away, you just got to live with it. You live do you have it? Do you guys backyard. have a dump? Do you guys have a dump in Fill in the name suburb. Uh, I know of a dump in like Northern Lake County. That's crazy. We have we have a we have a dump like ten minutes down the road, so I could okay. just ta- I could just take stuff down there when I need Is to. Taxpayer funded. You don't have to pay an extra fee. Yeah, it's uh yeah it's for people of the county. Could I take a little road trip down there, bring an entire bottom half <laughs> of a kitchen down to you, and see if they'll take it? <laughs> they'll take it all. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we'll see. Live update next week. We'll let you know how much the garbage man takes. So I'm pretty, I actually, I'm definitely sure this is illegal, but what you should do is like, just take the extra 10 steps and put those bags in front of your neighbor's trash. I thought about that. I thought about that. I thought about that. So like move one to the other side, you know, like all yeah. the people can defray, defray the cost, right? Yeah, yeah. Spread it out to a bunch of other people. Well, that's the thing. Like, I've gotten this, the shame sticker before. Like, you can't throw this away. And one of the rules is oh. 
Yeah, it can't be over 60 pounds. And the other rule is you can throw out one large obscure item per week. So oh. if I put one at each of these houses on the block, I would get away with it. Do right? you know? Do you know your neighbors? Yes. Okay. Can you can you ask them? Just be like, hey, can I plant one of my? <laughs> maybe, I'm just thinking about it. Driving down the street as a garbage man, you pull up to the first one. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll throw this cabinet away. Then you look down the street and you just see the cabinets on both sides of the street. Everyone's yeah, throwing away like, one cabinet. <laughs> one cabinet away at each at each house. Do you think he would respect the effort? Or yeah, oh, I, absolutely. He would get so ticked off, and he'd know it was me. He would just put it all at the front, at like the end of my driveway, and be like, "Nice try, bitch." Just despite you, he carries it all down this back down the street in front of your house, and just you like one one a week, baby. I'll see you in the next eight weeks. <laughs> what a week. One a week. To no, but um, your limit. if you if you want to get on his if you want to get on his good side, my dad will um every once every couple of weeks he will go to Dunkin' Donuts and he will buy coffee in the morning and he'll have a coffee ready for the ready for the uh, dump truck guy when he comes by and he'll oh, go out and give him a coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there that's you go. The, yeah, that's a good move. You could you could if you wanted if you wanted to if you wanted to <clears throat> grease the wheels a little bit uh. By the way, disavow any lawyers or any any police or anybody listening to this. We would never bribe city employees ever. Never. 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 But like, I don't know if like you accidentally dropped a, a bag full gift of card, drugs. <laughs> a gift card with like you know maybe uh like it had a piece of tape and all of a sudden when you dropped it it got accidentally taped to your taped to your garbage bin you could maybe yeah. like give 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 a little give a little gift you know give it to something for the effort you, you can give you can straight up give your uh garbage person a gift under 25 dollars right under under 25 dollars but who's gonna who's gonna check the cop that's standing over your shoulder when the garbage please please toilet for the love of god get a get a duncan gift card for 24 dollars and 99 cents so that like, would be the funniest thing in the world like i'm wondering how this works like does oh you start a sense and you don't know where it's going and it's gone you wonder how how it works like how you're gonna how bribing an official works (laughs) how bribe no oh Oh, i have seen plenty of netflix shows to know how that goes like when you put the coffee on the garbage how does the garbage man know the coffee's for him and it's not just a piece of garbage no he hands it to him he like stands out there and waits for him okay okay yeah or no oh no 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 no. sorry he doesn't do that he actually (laughs) This is actually sounds even creepier. He'll drive. I mean, he'll just like when he comes back into the neighborhood, he'll just drive down the path, you know, down the street until he finds him. And then he'll drive up on side and be like, hey, fill in the mm. name. Chuck, I got this for you. He goes, oh, thanks. Thanks, Al. What a- thanks for the coffee. So, oh, hey. That sounds like an Garbage man. Sex wow. dad. Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> I didn't realize Al and Chris Collinsworth were getting together outside of the booth to do a little bit of garbage-related activities. This is an hour-long commitment in which 30 minutes are spent driving behind a garbage truck. I don't know if <laughs> I have this kind of time. It's it's not it's not really because the guy he I mean he comes every he comes every week at the same time. I mean, mm. you, you I got you, you might have to take one week for some scouting report but then you'll be able to you'll be you'll be able to find him you'll be able to track him down get the ring all 22 camera action and see what his uh his tendencies are all right toilet i have an alternative for you and this is for the cabinets specifically but 
maybe like some of the larger tiles or uh, perhaps the old countertops. Do you have a friend with an unfinished basement? Uh, yeah, I do. His name so, is like, Zach Johnson. <laughs> do I, don't, I don't have I don't have a basement. Ah, oh, damn it. I do have an unfinished half of an attic that we could Ooh. we could we could take some slap shots in. Hoist. Uh, this really works better if it's in a basement. So uh, basically, what I'm saying is that you could take those things and turn someone's unfinished basement into, thank you, a rage room <laughs> in which you smash all the oh, cabinets and yes. the tops. Yeah, I've heard of that for like a bachelor party, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't hate I, that idea. I, I feel like you would need like a tool or some kind of implement. Like just putting your foot through it probably would hurt. Maybe a sledgehammer. Yeah, a, a sledgehammer might do the trick. Maybe a gun. Sledgehammer. A, a gun. Yes. Yeah. Shoot at it. Maybe like a bazooka. And <laughs> like a bayonet. And some neighbors who don't ask very many questions. <laughs> Can you have me some gunpowder? <laughs> Hey, uh, toilet! I, I heard, <coughs> I heard <laughs> no less than fifty gunshots coming from your basement. And yeah, really getting into war zone. <laughs> no, it, it was nothing. I was just doing some kitchen remodeling. Oh, okay. <laughs> Enjoy. Ah, <sighs> shit. Well, hopefully, an update next week on all these fronts. Um, my garbage man, my contractors, the dead countertop guy. TBD. TB continued and determined. TB12. TB12. Thank you. It's <laughs> a <So>, circular, <laughs> circular discussion there. Perfect. Um, I've, I've done a few of mine. Does anybody want to jump in with one of theirs this week? I got one. You guys, do you guys see the little Uzi Vert body modification? No. I did. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Zach. You, okay, you can explain it. It's so, so for the people who stupid, the people who don't understand or who don't follow pop culture, Lil Uzi Vert, I believe, is a rap star who became famous through SoundCloud, right, Luke? He give us a history he, of Lil Uzi Vert. He was, yeah, that's a good characterization of it. He was part of that original generation of like the SoundCloud rappers who made it like really big and he's like the only one of the only surviving members of that generation from yeah. around like 2013 2014 2015-ish where it's like the cloud rappy sort of like after like the era of Dat Piff of like ASAP Rocky and Schoolboy Q and Meek Mill and those sort of guys like the next wave of rappers who got like big ass deals with the major labels he came out of philadelphia his style is not for me some people really like it it's not really my thing but he's just about as big as you can get from that era like people fucking love Lil uzi what 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 would you characterize his style as it's cloud rap it's like is it like mumblecore uh yeah, I guess it's who not. Was, who was that one. really pop? I mean, who was that really popular one? The SoundCloud, the SoundCloud rapper who passed Mo away Bamba? early. It passed away really young. All of them. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Lil Peep, Juice. Lil World, Peep, Lil Peep, Lil Peep, Lil pop Peep. Pop Smoke. <laughs> like fucking all of them are dead. Juice World's dead. Are you serious? 
yeah, Juice World uh, ate all the drugs on a plane and died at Midway Airport. <laughs> oh, God. Because <laughs> he was afraid of, like, the feds would board the plane. So he ate all the Xanax on the plane and promptly uh, died. Uh, yikes. Um, okay, the waiter situation. <laughs> he didn't eat all of the wings on a plane. He ate all the drugs. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna try to land a plane. Dion waiters, um, I'm gonna eat all the hamburgers at this Wendy's <laughs> and take all the contested threes. I'm kind of like Juice World in that. <laughs> in that. So, so so anyways, so Lil Uzi Vert had, came to rose rose to some fame over the last couple of weeks because he uh, he decided to add a body modification to his forehead and he decided to get kind of like kind of between between your eyes just a little bit above the bridge uh right sort of i'm pointing at it in, right kind of like at the lower part of your forehead the harry above, potter part yeah exactly the harry potter part where well, he got like he in, got like in a Hindu a, culture it's called a bindi like this is an actual piece of jewelry okay but he got like a like a huge like like gemstone like a diamond put in his forehead and it's like it's like literally it's 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 quite literally like like they cut into his forehead where he's like if i try and take this out i might die is what he said the doctors were like if you try and remove this without the proper without the proper surgery you could die and he posted a picture too of it and there was like blood there was like blood dripping down, which, by the way, that was one of the. Speaking of old, speaking of Brady, that was an old man moment because there was like a meme going around of Brady. It was like, oh, where's he gonna put his other ring? And there was like one in his forehead with some blood dripping, and I was like, I don't get this at all until I found out about <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. It's very punk rock, literally. It's very, yeah, it's very, it's very punk oh, rock. Oh, so. got him, toilet. Um, yeah, I have no reactions or thoughts. To this okay. toilet, take, toilet, toilet, while we're talking, just take a look. Just like Google it. I did. Quick. I did. I looked it up, and I have no. I have no words. I mean, it's a huge. It's a huge stone, though. I mean, like it's not. It's not like a small piece yeah, of jewelry. It like it's a, a massive piece of jewelry. Yeah. the The diamond itself said was worth twenty four million dollars. Yeah, that's insane. And then his direct quote was, "I got a lot of M's in my face, so I think <laughs> I think he said it for us. I think he said it for us." Well, this kind of got me. This kind of got me going and thinking, like, if you could do any sort of like, kind of like any sort of simplish body modification like that, what would you? What would you choose? And I have a couple. I have a couple picked out. Okay. Toilets so- on the move. Toilets on the move. By the way, for all of us viewers. Yeah, he's walking through his house. They just the con- finished. The contractor so is about to it. come on the pod. Yeah, the contractor is <laughs> about to. Hey, contractor, what body mods would you want? So they finished this. So that's cool. Um, I don't know. Amy, if you could have a body modification, what would you have done? <laughs> well. What? You are. But Lil Uzi Vert got a $24 million diamond put in his forehead. She says she's perfect just the way she is, which is true, but not a good answer to the question. So, are we allowed are you, to choose anything, or does this well, have to be grounded in reality? 
I guess grounded somewhat, grounded somewhat in reality, because I mean, like the, I mean, I, as I said, I was six five. I would love to be seven, a true seven footer, so I could play in the NBA. No, <laughs> Cash. Um, but I okay. So I have a couple. I'll go with my. I'll go with my first one. I have like, I don't know how some people can do it where they can go several days without showering. And like not look like an absolute grease ball. Like I go twenty more than twenty four hours, and my hair looks like an absolute like grease pit. So I'd say I would love to install like a grease mitigation system in my hair, so that I don't look like an absolute grease ball. You want to be able to take like a weekly shower? I want to be able to like well. You know, we're getting up there in age, right? We don't want to be showering and and washing our hair all the time because, you know, hair is a finite thing. Yeah, it's already fallen out. Exponential loss. Yeah, exactly. So we we want to, but like some of us, it's it's a delicate line you got to balance because it's like, well, I want to keep some of it and I don't want to wash it, but I also don't want to look like a grease ball. So a grease mitigation system would help. So it doesn't have to be anything based in reality then. I guess you, not. You, ju- you just came up with like. <laughs> Some sort of mechanical system which picks nits in your hair. Like, is, is this a is this a mechanical ape that lives in your house and like takes like I I, I don't know. Can Wait, it what, extract the grease from my hair? If the answer if the answer is yes, then he is he is allowed to live in my house. First of all, you should only be washing your hair like once a week. But I can't do that though. If I if I don't if I. If I if I wash if I wash my hair once a week, then I look like an absolute grease ball. You have to be using a cleansing conditioner or something like that in between. Okay, are you gonna are you gonna shame me like JVN that I'm not using sulfate or I'm using too many sulfates? Well, what kind of shampoo are you using? Are you using like Head and Shoulders or like six in one shampoo <laughs> and conditioner and body wash and shave lotion and laundry detergent and, and windshield washer fluid and, di- and dish detergent and sports drink <laughs> sports drink and energy fuel <laughs> meal substitute black coffee too. <laughs> and house plant fertilizer. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm using I'm using the hair. I'm using the Harry's two in one sulfate free. Is the simple answer just like a, a a worm that lives in my intestines and eats all my food for me, so I don't get fat? <laughs> I want I want to get worms. Answer. Yeah, I want worms. You want you want a tapeworm, but one that works like people say tapeworms work. Yeah, like a symbiotic relationship. I feed the tapeworm. Tapeworm keeps me hot. Everyone wins. Uh, can I s- meet you there with gastric bypass surgery for something that actually exists in <laughs> in real life? I'm listening, but I want the cheap option. Can I just eat a worm? Well, well, uh, money is no cost here. Zach oh, okay. in- invented something that apparently keeps okay. your hair clean. Perfect. The grease mitigation system. Um, I, 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 have, I have a couple thoughts. Um, if you'll, um, I mean, uh, yeah, I got, I got more. I got more. We, we got, I got plenty. There's <laughs> meat on this bone. I, I got ideas. I've got two, which are actually possible. Can, uh, can I say something really quick though? This, this segment is called Lil Uzi Hurt. Oh. Okay, keep going. Um. So, first of all, is uh, Stevo's tattoo of Stevo. But I don't get myself tattooed on my back. I get Steve-O's face tattooed on my back. That's a, that's a real true-to-life body modification. Tattooing. There you go. 
Um, the second one I would get is a lower grill. The gold grill for my bottom teeth. Why the lower? <laughs> because, I, I don't know, I feel like it's more subtle. Like, I, I passed on the opportunity to have a gold front tooth once in my life, even though I was offered it for free. Oh, I know. God, please. I, I wish. It, it only would have come at the cost of my credibility in any sort of normal business context you and, forever. You and, Stav you and Stavros. He, he got a real one, too. I would look like Jonathan Larry Kett with his fucking platinum-ass tooth. I, I would look like a pirate, honestly. Um, <laughs> it's awesome that you value subtlety when spending over $100,000 on dental <laughs> care. A gold, a lower gold grill would not cost a hundred thousand dollars. A whole bottom grill? No. How much? Like ten grand. No yeah. way, really? Yeah. Do you have to go to a dentist to get it, like, to get it molded? No, it you get like a Smile Direct Club thing where they take an impression. <laughs> oh, that sounds like the new future for Smile Direct Club. Grills. Custom made grills. She, you. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut, shut up. Stop the recording. Stop shut the up. recording. The most expensive, the cheapest one could be $240, which I'm sure looks just like having yellow teeth. Um, but the most expensive on record is 30000 Or I'm sorry. 30 million. 30000 yes. So, yes, I guess I was way off. Yeah, it, it, they're not that bad. Not bad. If you're um, getting diamonds in them, though, that's very punk rock. No, I gold. just want the gold. Gold, not very punk rock. Gold just looks like you have yellow teeth. Why would you want gold? Like, I, I don't know. Like, something like a shinier gold? I mean, maybe it's shiny for a day or two. Maybe you should get rose gold. Sexy. Maybe. But that, that's white gold or something ro like that. Or rose platinum. gold. Rose gold. Well, that ro ro or, like rose or pinkish color is a, is a color of Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi Vert's diamond. Yeah, that's true. It looks kind of like I thought that purple. was just because there was blood around it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just like a, a looking glass into his brain. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's why it's actually red. Um, I have another one. So I was thinking about how cool this would be. It kind of like it kind of gathers. It kind of brings together one thing that's like not quite cool, but it could make it cool, and that's transition lenses in my eyeballs. So I get rid of losing sunglasses. Um, have you ever seen the contacts that athletes wear when it's really sunny out to limit the amount of UV rays they take in in their eyes? No. Eye black? Eye black, yes. But they have, they have red contacts, too, that kind of do that. So you could do that. Oh, I can do that. Okay. I mean, well, it'd be pretty cool if I could just, like, inject them into my eyeballs so I just have permanent transition lenses every time i walk outside just whoosh i get sunglasses like you would just look like you have very dilated pupils at all time people would just want to know if you're okay <laughs> like, sir are you smoking a lot of pot sir you look like a dad are you okay <laughs> i see you holding the tb12 book and your pupils <laughs> are fully dilated do you need to find a hospital <laughs> I just took so much ecstasy, <laughs> and I found this book by Tom Brady. Dion, get off the plane. Seek help. <laughs> Be careful. Don't don't talk to Juice World though. Um, oh, sad. Uh, and then my next one was going to be uh, 
permanent permanent nail colors because I have admittedly bad toenails. Mm. So I'd love to have a permanent like toenail color and then also I could give it to Katie so that she doesn't keep spending a ton of money to go get her nails done. <laughs> My wife. My wife. <laughs> they had, they had permanent Women, makeup. Right. She could get eyeliner done. Babe, you're beautiful just the way you are. You don't need to spend $50 on a manicure every week, babe. <laughs> you need to spend $5,000 on this, on this <laughs> surgical solution. I hope you I hope you like red. <laughs> Actually, the only color that they can make is black. <laughs> I hope that's cool. Yeah, it's got little pumpkins on it. We actually could only get pewter, the same color from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was a special. <laughs> Super Bowl special. So One basically, <laughs> they replace your toenails with fiberglass. And the fiberglass is black. That's the only color it comes in. It's the same stuff they make Lamborghinis out of. <laughs> Mercy. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie Just in Time? Starring uh, Justin Timberlake. Is this a uh, decom? A decom? Disney, Disney Channel, Channel original, original movie. movie. Thank, Thank you. you. No, uh, this is not a Disney Channel original movie. This is a real life production. Um, you might know it by the premise and not the name. <clears throat> it's about a society where um, instead of money, people pay for things with time. And your life ends when you run out of time. And your time is like kept in a digital watch that's like integrated into your wrist. I would want one of those, except it just tells time and not how much time I have left before I die. Although I suppose the latter could be useful, you know. Um, I have no thoughts about this. Did you ever? Did you watch this over the weekend? No, I'm, I'm just thinking about like ways which I could enhance my body with like a microchip. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. I also oh, have Wolverine's the- claws. Does that count? No, that actually that's a great idea. That's probably the best idea mentioned so far. Would they be controllable or just like when you get into fits of rage they would emerge? I, I would they would just be out all the time. Oh, okay. Then that sounds super inconvenient. But nobody <laughs> would fuck with me. Yeah, but you would never be able to make love. Who would make love to you, Luke? <laughs> Someone who's a, really oh, into hands really out into like Wolverine. This. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay here. I mean, you would have a. Yeah, you'd have a, babe, you'd have I a, can't. I've got these giant adamantium claws. I, I, I don't want to hurt you. This yeah, is you'd, a, have, you'd have a per, you'd have a permanent role as the uh, as a mascot at the uh, University of Michigan. Right, there you go. That's true because the mascot at the University of Michigan is the X Men Wolverine, and not <laughs> and not the animals. <laughs> They'll take anything they can get at this point, especially the football program. They might hire you to play. Um, <laughs> some eligibility Luke goes, to left, ca- right? Luke goes to catch it, and like he just like sp- like like spikes the football <laughs> and just deflates. <laughs> Deflate Gate Part Two. Uh, using the oh, tech- we connected the dots. Tom Brady went to Michigan. Hmm. 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 Um, using the technology that they used to replace Luke Skywalker's hand, but just do that with all of my joints. Oh, you want to look like Rayman? You want to look like Rayman? Like Rayman? No, they just replaced his hand and wrist with like a fully automated, fully operational mechanical wrist. 
Hmm. I'm just picturing you with hands and feet, but no legs or arms. Which is what Rayman was. I'm talking about Luke Skywalker. I know what you're picturing. I'm not sure where you're getting this thread from. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I'm picturing. And I think that would be a cool look for you, Luke. Uh, yeah, I guess if I looked like Rayman or Glover or something, and I, I was just like held together by gravitational force, that, that would be cool. Yeah, the ladies would love that as opposed to the Wolverine situation. I think more ladies would appreciate... First of all, more ladies would be attracted to the Wolverine situation than if I was a series of floating limbs not connected to one another <laughs> and they could pass their hand through where my elbow should be. I feel like Sexy. that would be creepy. The ultimate snuggle. Your arms never get fall asleep or get tired by snuggling, wrapping them around your boo. You just put your hand on her shoulder. It'd be convenient for air travel because I could easily fit in a piece of luggage. See, there you go. Now we're talking. <laughs> Honey, I'm your carry on this weekend. We'll save what if I was like the uh, the guy Axel from Twisted Metal, and instead of arms, I just had giant truck tires. There we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> now the rubber's meeting the road. <laughs> Quite got literally. Some traction here. <laughs> um, are we in a good spot to take a break here? Yeah, we're in a good spot to take a break. Okay, jazz music. Yeah, we got a little, uh, <clears throat> I got the idea actually from being at R***'s house, um, and he's got like a bench built into the corner, and then you can lift up the seat of the bench and you can h hide some shit underneath there. Um, so I'm going to do that, and then um, there's a little wainscoting on the wall, so there's a little bit of a back to it, which is cool. Um, he's going to paint all that white tomorrow, so all the painting is being done tomorrow. He's going to patch the walls. And then we might be in business, boys, by the weekend, which is going to be fucking toit. And I can get my fucking house back. It's been since January 21st. I am losing my effing mind. I know it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it feels like an eternity. To have someone in your house every day or every other day since June, January 21st, which is like, I don't know, roughly a month, like four or five weeks. And they're just there pounding on the walls and t charging your credit card. Hundreds well, and hundreds of dollars. Well, he's deaf. That's how he finds his way around the house. Yeah, he's like by pounding the walls and yeah. echolocating. Yeah, correct. Fuck, I cannot wait for it to be over. Um, but I'm losing some tea, so what, what do you guys still want to hit this week? Well. Well. It's well. the dead of winter right now. You don't um, say. Not just here in the greater Chicagoland area, but over what I would consider to be the vast majority of the United States. But this week, just on the horizon, is... Pitchers and catchers. Oh, is you that what you were going to say, for real? <laughs> you I'm, ruined it. I thought yeah. you were kidding. I thought you were no, kidding. No, I'm not kidding. That's exactly oh. what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, well, you want to do it again? Uh, toilet no, ruins no. a headline. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers are reporting, boys, and the Cubs are having a fire sale. Do you want a relief pitcher? We, you get, we get one Jake Arrieta 
to yeah. to relive the old times, and that's about it. Uh, uh, we got a member Jake. Remember, remember Jock Peterson. <laughs> remember Jake Arietta five years ago. It's definitely going to be the same. Don't worry about it. Uh, everything's good here, folks. Maybe he's TB12, and you never know. Uh, uh, how old is he now? He's got to be like 35. Mm. Probably. 36 Let's not act like that's so. old, okay? Okay, for somebody whose job is to throw a baseball 100 miles per hour, the mileage adds up. Uh, Jake is only 34. Uh, wait, no, he's he's gonna. This will be his 35 season, age 35 season. Yeah, he's turning 35 in about a month. Ski. Yeah. So a while, month ski is like two while weeks. He, in real terms, he has in his entire life ahead of him. In terms of being a starting pitcher at a professional level, um, that doesn't lend itself to say a lengthy continued career. Here you go. His name is Jacob Joseph. He rebrands as JJ. Boom. JJs aren't old. I like that a lot. <laughs> also, he's grooming his kids to be baseball players, too. His two kids' names are Palmer and Cooper. Palmer. Palmer Damn. is a great pitcher's name. That's yeah. a great, it's a great baseball name. Luke, what would you what would you think Jake Arrieta's win-loss record is? Zach, I couldn't possibly tell you what Jake Arietta's win loss record is. Proud some, percentage, percentage. He, he had some like real bummer years on the Orioles, if I remember correctly. The, the O's, the Orioles. I'll go lifetime career uh, win loss percentage is point five oh eight. Oh, I was gonna say five twenty one. I'm right there with you, like right around five hundred. He had some really good years, but he had some like really so-so years. Uh oh! Recently on the Phillies too. Oh, here comes the calculator. The ten key. <laughs> wait, the ten key is what did you guys? Going. Wait, what did you guys say again? Uh, Luke said five twenty-one. I said five oh eight. Drum roll, please. Jake Arrieta's win percentage was five eighty-two. Ooh. Ooh. Outperform expectations. Good job, Jake. I mean, in 2015 and 2016, he was on absolute fire. Dude, he pitched two no-hitters. He pitched <laughs> a no-hitter in 15 and in 16 just for fun. In, in you know, in those games, he felt like he, had a, he was taking no-hitters into the seventh, like, every single game, it felt like, for a couple of seasons. You know, as a Chicago sports fan, I try not to be greedy, you know? Like, I, I really would love to root for one Bear Super Bowl in my lifetime. Um, we were able to make it to one, which was great. The Cubs won one in 2016, um, which was great, and I'm very happy about that, and I can die happy as a Cubs fan. But I really thought that this team had a core that would at least, uh, permission to go there, go makes, there, make some noise a couple years in a row in the playoffs, and they pretty yeah. much had 2016 and the 2015 fall flat on their face in the um, NLCS to the Mets. And that was pretty much it. They, they won the division this year. They had a couple of early exits from the wild card round, which, like, we can talk about the wild card at some other point, probably when the Cubs are playing in the wild, wild card, card <laughs> yeah. at some point next September. Um, but... They won the division last year, but it seems like they're really melting down this team. They're like, yeah. oh, we're not the Padres or the Dodgers. We might as well just give up. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Well, it seems like that's what everybody in baseball is doing, where it's like, well, if we're not 
gonna go all in. We might as well suck as much as we can. Do but either of you think this will affect ticket sales in Wrigley Field? Absolutely not. Exactly. The only thing that's going to affect ticket sales at Wrigley Field is when they can open it and how soon, because it will be <laughs> not packed to the gills in March and April and May or whatever, but by the time July rolls around and we've got 66% effective Johnson & Johnson shots pouring through Lakeview Tech Bros, those stands are going to be Bowl. That Chipotle is going to be popping. That Jenny's ice cream is going to have a million mm, so Longchamp bags so in it. So much every, everything bagel schmear. <laughs> that, schmear. Big, that big star is going to be gentrifying the shit out of Bridgeport next. It, it's it's happening immediately. <laughs> like, that is a money-making machine. Like, yeah. we, we might as well pencil Tom Ricketts' brother in for governor of nebraska for the next 30 years based on his donations well we all know that baseball wouldn't be the sport it is today if there weren't the men and women covering the sport uh the uh the uh, what does this acronym stand for bbwa the baseball writers of america oh the big beautiful women writers of america and they are big beautiful writers as a core by the way i think baseball easily has the fattest writers <laughs> <laughs> like by a long shot well yeah what, what's like the what's the what's the sport you think it's probably baseball with the largest discrepancy between athletic ability and the physical oh. ability of the of the of the writers yeah i feel yeah that's definitely true so did they so bbwa does that mean baseball is two words base ball bb that's that's a really good question. That might I be think an old old timey old timey baseball used to be spelled two words. Oh. I do know ba- that. Bases on balls, writers of America. <laughs> oh shit! The based balls, writers of America. They are the balls, writers of America. <laughs> Tim Tim Kirchin is furious that they fused baseball into one word, and he still writes it out as two words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Him and Keith Law. <laughs> Uh, a, gr- a group of Americans who might physically die if, for whatever reason, the supply of Diet Coke was interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> so the impetus for this topic was that there are no players inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Is that correct? That is correct. And yeah. so is is uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame just, like, held hostage by the Baseball Writers of America? Like, they're the only people who have a say in who gets in? Yeah, it's like largely been their badge of honor to say, "Hey, this is the this is the Hall of Fame that actually matters." Because like every other Hall of Fame, I guess football a little bit is like kind of kind of selective, but like basketball, basically like everybody gets in the Hall of Fame for basketball. Mm. Thanks, Sil Bimmons. Yeah, and, have, I, have I ever told you about my pyramid scheme that I went to for the Hall of Fame? And I think. Where like a restructure like this, or I guess we're not talking about a restructure, but when we're talking about voting bodies, particularly for something like an award, um, probably the most diverse and (laughs) this is going to sound extremely ironic, but the most diverse in terms of like job description is the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Um, like the who vote on the Academy Awards because for the Academy Awards you've got actors you've got directors you've got sound people you've got editors and you've got like some press for baseball no fans no current players no coaches 
no front office it's just journalists yeah just stodgy stodgy diet coke addicts i don't really get that i mean like it just seems like the system is clearly broken at this point if like you have such self-importance and automated control where you like, oh, actually, no one was good enough to get in this year. And you know why I know that? Because I watch a shitload of baseball, and I know baseball like the back of my hand. Like, I, that's I, such bullshit. I do love, like, the new school versus the old school in voting for guys for the Hall of Fame where it's basically like you either vote based on advanced stats or you vote based on gut. Well, I mean, we can I'm talk a big about gut. like I, I, I'd be I'd be voting based on gut. We we can talk about the big controversy here, and like the controversy is not Kurt Schilling, by the way. Kurt Scott Schilling, Rowland. Kurt Schilling does not have the stats to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Sorry, Kurt Schilling. Like maybe your sock makes it or whatever as like a curio from an interesting game in what was a very notable AL, ALCS. Fine. That's how you make it in Kurt Schilling. Congratulations. This is a good time to bring yeah, up that Luke is a Yankees fan. Triggered Yankees fan. <laughs> triggered Junkies fan. Yes, and, and Kurt Schilling certainly has not done anything to shit on his legacy further since that 2004 series. But hey, Don't forget but, about the failed video game company. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to hear about that. I, I forgot about that. Um the issue is is that this is a museum of baseball, right? This is a baseball museum. It's a baseball museum in the middle of fucking nowhere, New York. I just <laughs> yawned listening to you say those two words, baseball and museum. I just farted because that's like probably what it smells like in there, just like a lot of old older guys and fart. What if we go full Bill Simmons here and we make a rival baseball Hall of Fame and we let like – most of those same people in, but then we just like denounce baseball writers. We have absolutely no journalists in our Hall of Fame. A cool it's, all, it's, all, it's all fan voted. And we make it like TikToky and hype house as fuck. We put it somewhere cool like Tempe. Las hey Vegas. Guys, this is the baseball, Vegas. It's the baseball hype house, guys. Hype well, of that's fame. Where, like, yes. That's where like all baseball players are from. They're from like Vegas, Florida, and California, and Texas. Perfect. Yeah, and so Mississippi put, too. That's like where the, they're all we from. We put the hype hall of fame in Las Vegas. No journalists are ever allowed there. Zero we journalists Ro- types. <laughs> we have a Pete Rose, Rose is room all the yeah. time. Pete Rose room Pete where Rose you gamble. Is, Pete Rose is the founding member. That's the gambling room. The live we, betting we, room is the Pete Rose room. We have our. You know, like how the Yankees have their like uh, statue garden in the middle of center field. We we have that ours is Pete Rose, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Shoeless <laughs> Joe Jackson, Sammy Sosa, Shoeless Joe, not Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra is there. The entire Lenny. eighty-six Mets team is there. <laughs> Keith Hernandez, the Keith Hernandez loogie. The the Keith Hernandez Memorial Cocaine Garden. We're growing coca plants <laughs> in in the baseball hype house. Perfect hype of fame. We fixed it, guys. <laughs> the Thurman Munson flight simulator. Um, but <laughs> wow. wow. No, but like, how are you going to have, like, going back to the boring baseball museum for a second, how are you going to have a baseball museum without Barry Bonds in it? It's just well, stupid. Like, Barry Bonds has the home run record. Rest in peace, Hammer and Hank Aaron. Like, all that shit, but... Barry Bonds' stats are unbelievable. 
Yes, we all know about the season where he could have gone up to the plate without a bat and still been like the had the best OPS of anybody. It's like not having Wayne Gretzky in the Hockey Hall of Fame because it makes everybody else's accomplishments way less interesting by comparison. Yeah, you can't tell the story of baseball in especially the early aughts without even mentioning Barry Bonds' name. Like, yeah, exactly, and Sammy and Mark, yeah, and Roger Clemens, yeah, and, and Kurt Schilling, and Kurt Schilling. <laughs> um, and, what is the what is the uh, failed video game adventure he was in? Oh, basically, he sunk like a lot of his playing money into like a video game company in the early aughts after he after he retired. Not MLB the show. No, no, this is like a video game. I think it's a video game development company being like, oh, video games are popular, right? Like totally not understanding emerging market risk and, and that sort of stuff. And they basically just like. What if we made floundered. a video game that promotes solid family values and conservatives? Stop. <laughs> Boo. 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 I guess Kurt Schilling would enjoy, would enjoy our Hall of Fame if journalists weren't allowed. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He would definitely enjoy it, but Kurt Schilling is also not allowed. <laughs> definitely not allowed. Yeah. Um, speaking of take advantage of the system, guys, I think I found a way. Um, we've already covered this. Luke is already rich this year, but Zach, do you want to become rich with me? Let's do it. Okay. Um, I found a way to break Amazon. Are you ready? Yes, sure. we will crush okay. Amazon. <laughs> Here we go. Popular uprising. <laughs> Here we go. Hi guys, I got I got it. Um so, you know, obviously we're saying this tongue in cheek and it's going to be, you know, a little yes, bit Yes, this is satire. This is satire for all the feds watching. This is satire. This is satire. We are not actually going to do this. We disavow. Disavow our own idea. But anyway, <laughs> here's the idea. <laughs> the plan, <laughs> very Nathan Fielder. <laughs> Um, we're going to take down Amazon. I bought some things for my birthday. Long story short, uh, one of the things was the wrong size. Um, it was like this thing that goes in their shower, you know, to like catch the hair. So it's mm. like this tiny little plastic thing. Yes. It was a three pack for $5. Like the, yeah. this is how we know, uh, toilet is now in a relationship. Yeah. Because I'm spending money on, uh, something f money that was given to me for my birthday intended for me to buy something fun. I'm buying something functional for the home because I have to, um, the, the hair catcher is an absolute classic thing that you don't need when you're living with the boys. Yep. <laughs> and then when you're living with the ladies, it's time to invest because I do not want to have to actually pay to have my, uh, tub roto rooted i'd rather buy a three pack mm. for five dollars of a hair catcher cleaned oh uh, yeah okay, waka, waka. Uh, i'm here to clean up the pipes uh so yeah three pack for five dollars little plastic thing i ended up buying the wrong size i didn't know that there was like different sizes for like the shower drain hole thing so bought the wrong size went to return it to amazon and they said all right your refund's been processed no need to return it to us um your refund has been uh, established you can keep the product Guys, guys. Okay. Guys. guys. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Two commas, guys. Guys. We now are in the hunt. Find all of your friends. Find all the small plastic goods that, you know, you know odds and ends, you know, under definitely under $7. Like, very small bones here, but we take a, lo a lot of these tiny hacks at the amazon iceberg i like and this eventually like we're this raking idea. we're raking in cash boys we sell okay, these i like this idea what, I, I, what I, else i've got a pivot like? i've got a pivot on this idea uh -oh. um you, you know you know what capsule is no 
It's basically um, an Amazon pharmacy. As if you're not giving Amazon enough data, Amazon now has a pharmacy that will deliver uh, your prescriptions to your house. Um, so you find all of your friends who have... Well, first of all, we start drinking a lot of soda. Sure. Right? We start drinking a lot of soda, so we have to start having a lot of oral surgery. Okay. We, we get Vicodin okay. from Amazon, but we say it was... It never arrived. Oh, yes. So then we just have Vicodin. Boom. And then they send us more Vicodin. And we never have to pay for it. Feds, feds, this no, 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 is fe- just feds, an idea. This, this is, is an idea. This is, this is a this satirical is idea. Happening. This is a satirical thought. I would love we it dis- if we, some- we disavow. We disavow. But Luke, are you sure you don't need to have another oral surgery go down right now or what? Um... I'm no, in a little I, bit of pain after I had my lower uh, grill installed. <laughs> <laughs> my platinum tooth is uh, not feeling too good. Um, and, no, Toilet, I, I like this idea. I wonder how much you would have to start returning. Because you could do it with a really expensive item. Like, what if you got the 55-gallon drum of lube? That's like $1,500, right? <laughs> and they're not going to, like, they're not going to want to process that return. Exactly. They're disincentivized but- from doing it. Like, are they going to send a guy to your house with a forklift to get the 55-gallon drum of lube? No. I've got 54 gallons of lube ready to return. Uh, yeah, this seems spoiled. Can you send me another 55-gallon drum of lube? <laughs> brick by brick, boys. And then you just have two 55-gallon drums of lube in your shed. And I'm a king. I'm a fucking king. All right. Have we reached the end of uh, the week's pod? Well, I got I got one more thing. Okay. We had a big win last night. Okay. The Wizards. Okay. They oh beat my the Celtics. God. Oh. Let's go. Is it panic button time for the Celtics? Uh, I don't. Well, the the Wizards are now only two games out of. Or wait, yeah, no, no, they're three game. They're three games out of the ten seed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the, the expectations are can only go up from here. Is Brad Beal is Brad Beal going to the King or the Knicks? Kings would be sweet. That would be sweet. I don't know what the Knicks are trying to do. I guess they're just like going all in on the eight seed behind like Julius Randle and Derrick Rose and, and D Rose. The it's so funny. They signed him again and they had a trade for him. It's so funny. The bench mob and like the grindables, but with (laughs) Julius Randle and Bradley, (laughs) the shooting guard that the 2010 bulls never, we talked about getting Bradley Beal so many fucking times i can't believe if it happened on the knicks i would be so pleased uh the reincarnated 2011 bulls just on the 2021 new york knicks <laughs> might have to buy a jersey I-, I would be down if if joe kim noah plays for the knicks again or is he on their coaching staff already i think so wow taj is there uh, well, Jimmy needs to go there. That that's gonna be like the sign when oh. Jimmy's on that team. Oh, not Miritich, Bobby not, Portis. Not no, Miritich. Not Miritich. Is Miritich still in the league? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Think he, I don't think he is. 
Shout out to Nikola Mirotic for winning the Bulls like eight games and pulling Stop. them out of the lottery. Hey, it was his birthday last week. Shout out to Montenegrin basketball player Nikola Mirotic. Hey, how old oh. is Nikola Mirotic? He just turned thirty. He's uh, he's happy born- birthday, Nikola Mirotic. Ten days after toilet. Oh, Mirotic. Where is he playing? Is he playing for right now? Oh. What roster is he listed on? Football Club Barcelona. Ooh. Barcelona basket. Three-year deal. Signed in 2019. He's $26 million. Wow. There, I, I could, I could do that. I could really see myself doing something like that. Dude, how sick would that be? Like, oh, I'm just going to go chill in Spain and make $26 million over three years and play basketball, be the most famous player over here. And like, because he plays for Spain's national team. Dude, he was he was he was the Spanish league MVP in 2020. Hell yeah! He's probably yeah he's probably like the best player in that league. He just extended his contract through 2025. Good for him. That rules, <laughs> man. That, Good that, for him. That kicks ass. Honestly, I would much rather do that than get made fun of for being a shitty player on the Knicks. <laughs> Guess where he was born? Where? Terre Haute. <laughs> no. Tit Titograd. <laughs> Tit. It's like hey. Stalingrad, but for Titos. <laughs> Named after Tito Jackson. Dude, he is after not. The fall, after the fall of the USSR, they needed to come up with a bunch of new names for cities. <laughs> so they just came up with one named after Tito Jackson. <laughs> Christ. He is not 6'10. He's pretty tall. He's not 6'10", though. He's not Kristaps Porzingis-sized. We don't hype shame. We only hype shame. I don't know, man. I think Nikola Mirotic would be a great um, curator at our hype uh, baseball hall of fame. Oh, yes. Because we want to include we want to include people who know absolute jack shit about baseball but are that, there and yeah. are drunk. That That simulates the stadium experience, I think. Yeah. And uh, once Las Vegas gets a baseball team, you know, that that's just a self-sustaining economy right there. Zach, you were at the game, the April day game that we went to where the lady took her top off. Oh, my gosh. When you were talking, when you were talking about the April, May games, March, April, May games, I thought about that game. Yes, that was like one of the coldest baseball games I've ever been to. Shout out. You can bleep the name. Addison Russell, walk off home run. Hmm. And we, I, which I believe we witnessed from a bar across yes, the street. Yes, that was because that was the smart. That was the smart play. The bottom of the fifth. <laughs> Forty-two degrees with a wind chill of twenty-seven. That was also that was also the game where that was also the game when Maddie had so many tickets that she came and she didn't have a sweatshirt, so she walked out of the game during <laughs> during the game. And they're like, you know, if you walk out, you can't get back in. And she's like, it's okay, I have extra tickets. So she just she burned another ticket to come back into the game because it was so cold, nobody wanted to go to the game. Big tick energy. It was. It, it was also at like three o'clock on a Tuesday. It was yeah, like it was right an in the odd time. <laughs> I think it was a makeup game or something. I, I forget what the exact circumstances were, but um, uh, I, I can't believe that's not the only time I've seen a woman take her top off at a Cubs game, but it was definitely the most inappropriate time I've ever seen and that she, happen. She was also in good seats. It wasn't like we were out in the bleachers or something. Like she was in like the, the grandstand behind, right behind uh, the third base dugout. 
Yeah. Those seats go for like $200 on a normal day. Uh, weekday day game crowds are the best. Digging the long ball, checking out some boobs. She got kicked out like a half inning later. Sad. 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 Let women express themselves. I can't believe cancel culture has reached this far. <laughs> <laughs> One way ticket to Tico. Tito. What is it? Tito Grad. Tito Grad. Tito Grad. Hey. This is my friend Nicola. He's from Tito Grad. <laughs> this is how we say hello in Tito Grad. All right, boys. All right, boys. Great, great week. Great, great pod. Week, great week. Great pod. Great sewed. Great sewed. Have a good week, boys. Have a good week, y'all. Bring your mother.